Hello everyone, it is September 3rd and you're listening to the best podcast, a podcast with two best friends, me and Griffin, hang out and talk about movies, video games, and anything else. My name is VJ Guest and I'm joined, as always, by my best friend and pal, Griffin Reynolds. Hello, best pal. Hey, bud, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Yes. I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty, uh, pretty swell myself. Pretty swell. Swell. Just swell time. You know what else is swell? This great morning weather we've been having lately. Really? It's like cool and crisp. Hmm. Falls in the air. I get cold. I turn the heat on in the morning. I'm chilly. Mm -mm. Don't play with me. My pregnant wife, because we work together now. We're in the car together. She's like, why is the heat on? (laughs) I was like, baby, I'm cold. I'm chilly. She's like, turn it down. <laughs> um, in the words of our um, social studies professor in high school, eat a peanut butter sandwich. Who was our social studies wasn't professor? It, wasn't, it, wasn't it McCorkle or Sprinkle? Whenever the girls would know. get cold, he'd be like, eat a peanut butter sandwich. I, that, that must be a uh, Coach Sprinkle thing because I never that had is, him. I had Coach McCorkle. Who just said friggin' and dad gum. <laughs> so you had Boomhauer as essentially. Perfect. He was like, "All right, guys, just turn to friggin' friggin' page thirty-five. Dad gum, page thirty-five. <laughs> that's not. That's a lie. We had no books in that class. We never oh. opened a book. Heck no. That's why I don't know how money works. That was our econ teacher's twelfth grade. Oh. But right, I did watch. Um, Final Four in basketball, so there's something. Well, yeah, he was. Didn't he help out basketball? I don't, you know, he was one of those coaches. I wasn't sure what he was coach of. I yeah. thought baseball because one time he he made me go get a baseball bat from the office. But other than that, I had I had no other like. <laughs> I think that was for a fight. <laughs> oh. <laughs> He's going to bust someone's frigging kneecaps afterwards. <laughs> I said, "Daggum!" But ah, <laughs> oh, so what have you been up to, Bud? Um, I've been up to not too terribly much. Um, I really haven't been watching anything. Me and my wife started that dangerous cycle of The Office again. Oh no! I'm feeling this is <sighs> you're getting sucked in. This is like our th- probably our third or fourth time. Like, as a married couple unit mm-hmm. watching this show. Like, I've seen it by myself probably twice before that. And I I think this might be the one that I'm like, I don't I don't want to do this. Ooh. I don't want to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. I just haven't I just haven't built up the courage to speak to my wife about it yet. Oh. <laughs> um, um, can I just say how much I appreciate being able to refer to me and my wife as a unit? As a unit, as a team, yeah, as, uh, a team. as a squad, yeah. Um, you know, we work together now, and people are always like, they're not weird about it, but they're just like, oh, here comes Mr. and Mrs. Guest, da da da, and I'm like, we're just, we're just trying to go home, <laughs> like we're, we're <laughs> You're like, going the same what's way. The, what's the big deal, guy? Yeah, no, I just, I don't know, but I like to refer to her as Mrs. Guest, even when we're like talking casually to people. I'm like, Mrs. Guest, how was your day today? Just to see the look on other people's faces, right? Because I know like, it makes them uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> but oh. I've, 
I've I've been reading a little bit just kind of sporadically. I'm in I'm in a weird spot this week of like trying to find something to latch onto. Right. Like book wise, um the one big thing I'm doing is I'm doing something called Soda September, which I oh. randomly saw on Reddit, which was basically like don't drink soda in September. I said, "Hmm. I love alliteration. I can do this." So, hmm. day 3. I um nice. I should do that. Do it, man. Um my I only like looking... cheats oh. has been I've been drinking sweet tea, which I don't I don't know like how different sweet tea is than soda. I don't know if I already screwed myself over. Um, It's got as much sugar in it. Or fake sugar. It's the thought that counts. Um, Is this sweet tea mm -hmm. you're getting from other places or sweet tea you're making? This is is guest sweet tea. Oh, then it's got... How much sugar are you putting there in a pitcher? I don't want to say. It's embarrassing. I want to know. Is it more than two cups? Oh God, yeah, it's more than two cups. Oh, beach! <laughs> it's not sweet. It's not sweet. You don't put more than two cups in there. Two cups. It's just brown of water. Sh- oh wait, sugar. cups. Oh wait, wait. No, I mean like cups, like, like actual, wait, like what? the measurement unit cups. Yeah, the um, measurement of a cup. It might be close to that. It might be one, one full cup and okay, a that's half. A, it might. I be was two. like, I was like two more than two. <laughs> I was like, that's a lot. <laughs> The one thing I'm scared of now is uh, is our friend Ben listening to this, and she's like, he's idiot doesn't know what cups are. <laughs> well, first off, he's the gonna, other day. first off, he's going to be like blown away that you put more than two cups of sugar in your oh, sweet tea. Geez. I need he's going to think te- about He's going to start the text to say like, you're going to clog your arteries and you're going to get I diabetes. Know, and then he's going to text you and be like, you idiot, you don't know what cups are. I know. <laughs> I've never been embarrassed in front of Ben like I've been embarrassed yesterday. Or was it Sunday playing D&D when I couldn't do simple addition? Listen, quick math is hard. It is. It is. And you know what the silly thing is? It's a standard in like second grade to like automatically know those facts, Mm -hmm. which to me is ridiculous. But um, watching, playing, I've been none. I have been looking <laughs> out the side of my eye at the uh, that show on Amazon called Carnival Row. Okay. Have you seen anything about that? It's that weird mm-hmm. kind of like I don't I don't know nothing about. I know Orlando Bloom is in it, I and so seen much from Orlando Bloom lately. He's been too busy being in The Hobbit, I guess. But that was, that's not an excuse. That was that was like eight years ago. Yeah, that's um, so far ago. It's he's it's like weird kind of like 1800s england maybe new york but it's like fairies and vampires that Mm. sort of thing i don't know orlando bloom is a wonderful actor so i'm i'm going to peruse it just for him oh right i'm in it for the bloom and um i'll see i'll let you know next week what about you, my there's bud? A, I'm trying to think. There's a new show that came out on Netflix, uh, The Dark Crystal. What you know about The Dark Crystal? Oh, I watched an episode of that. So Jim Henson, who did is of uh, the Muppets, the, he created the Muppets. The Muppets. Um, I want to say probably Sesame Street as well, but in the 80s, maybe 70s, he made they did the Muppets movie um, called The Dark Crystal, where all the characters were these puppets. Um, it was very like. I don't remember the the plot to it, but it was very kind of 
different because it's this fantasy, very Dungeons and Dragons-esque world, but it's these weird little, you know, puppets walking around and bobbing as they did. Um, Netflix started, has created a show, I think it's only eight episodes, ten episodes long, like an hour long each. Um, I watched part of the first one, and I can't decide if I like it or not. Does it, like, freak you out? It's a little bit. Um, I, I remember I had just seen a lot of people talking about it on Twitter and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> I just like watched the preview for it. And I'm like, this kind of freaks me out. It's it's in like a weird. Yeah, way. it's very it's kind of like Guillermo del Toro kind of esque vibe right. a little bit. Um, I, I don't know if I can get past it being puppets. Like two puppets yeah. were kissing at one point, and I was like, "This is kind of strange." Mm, I don't know about um, that, but I really like like the world building aspect to it. That like Dungeons and Dragons nerd in me likes that a lot. Like they were um, essentially like these roly poly looking bugs, but they're huge because everything's like on a miniature scale or everything's bigger. I don't know, but these roly polies came up and they rolled up and end up being like the wheels to a carriage, and I was like, "That's neat." That's a very cool concept. I see your face. I don't care, Griffin. I think it's cool. <laughs> your eyebrows furrowed. You're like, the hell? What's he talking about? What's that fool talking about? But I'm going to finish the first episode. I'm going to... Um, I'm probably going to give it like two more episodes, maybe. Just to see. Give it a see. good, honest... Give it a good, honest three-episode look. I had a buddy in college said you need to give a show five episodes, but nowadays that's pretty much the whole season. Oh, right. Especially well, they, when they're an hour long. Well, think about five episodes when they were 22 minutes apiece. Yeah, see, that was nothing. Because there's those seasons, you know, those episodes, like you said, were short, but their seasons were long. They're like 24, 25 episodes. So. so three episodes of an hour long show is longer than five episodes of a 22 minute yeah. show. Yeah. So what, what so, like 30 more minutes? 40 yeah, because uh, talking about quick math, get my calculator out. Come on. So five episodes of a 22-minute show is 110 minutes. Okay, okay. And so three shows that are 60 minutes long is 180 minutes. 180 minutes. So, Bob, some more minutes. Got it. I was going to do that subtraction problem on the air. It's going to scribble it down when you're talking like, actually, it's... If Billy has five apples. Uh, If you're on a train leaving Chicago, going... Those questions were always super hard. Yeah, they were. Like, the two trains going different speeds and where would they meet? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh. But... (laughs) Sorry. I just had had a flashback Um, to my life, but no. That's pretty much it. That's, yeah. that's the guest family. What about you? Yeah. The uh, doctor, Dr. Reynolds, excuse me. Well, um, Amy went out of town this weekend and I was supposed to work Monday, but mm-hmm. my shift got taken. And so I was off all day Sunday and off all day Monday. Look at you. Um, I played Fire Emblem Three Houses all day Sunday. <laughs> um, I took Cammy for a walk, went to the dump, and I cooked. But that's it. You took Amy and for a walk or, or Cammy, Cammy? The dog. Oh, I thought you said Amy. I was like, your marriage is much more different than my marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Amy, come oh. on. <laughs> Start patting your knee. Like, come on. 
going for a walk. Amy runs up. <laughs> Just little spins. Listen, Amy, after uh, last episode or the one before that, she said she really liked you, so she better not hear that part. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's edited out. <laughs> um, no, so I took Cammy our lab for a walk. Not very mm-hmm. long, but still something to do. Right. But other than that, I sat on my couch to play Fire Emblem. And then I played yesterday on Monday, Labor mm-hmm. Day, for the majority of the day. Well, and then Amy got home and we had friends over and cooked. Well, hey, um, Sunday you played D&D with me. So oh, yeah, we, I took a break. Something else. Sunday. Something else you did. I took, I took a break Sunday night for us to play Dungeons and Dragons. There we mm-hmm. go. I mean, I'm not kidding. I like paused Fire Emblem, got up, got something to drink and came in here. And <laughs> <laughs> sat down to play Dungeons and Dragons. Um, so it is not a spoiler because it's kind of out there, kind of common knowledge, but there's a time skip in that game. You play oh. a big chunk and then there's like a couple year skip. So mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm just on the other side of the time skip now. So uh, Has it rocked your world? Has it rocked your character's worlds? Uh, yeah. Ooh, that's exciting. It's been really fun. Uh, but other than that, so <clears throat> I wanted to bring this up because I want to start reading more comic books mm-hmm. and i have found one that i want to get into what is the um, name of it it's the house of x the new x-men run because oh, okay. i've heard really good things it's actually ongoing so they're like three episodes three yeah three issues. books in at this point mm-hmm. um and but the problem is, is that i pay for the comiXology unlimited right it's not on there Right. And you would have to buy each buy issue. Buy each issue. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I don't know about that. Right. <laughs> um, what are your thoughts on that? So I have friends that I was talking to that read comic books and they only buy physical. And that for where I live, that's just not possible. Yeah. No. I live in the where, middle of nowhere. Yeah. No. Where I live is also very tough. Like the nearest comic book shop is an hour away, but it's only open on like tuesdays and thursdays which makes no sense from like a business standpoint but whatever um no all my comics i buy digitally i Mm -hmm. you know ever since i started reading because where we grew up the nearest place was also like an hour and a half away to buy physical comics um uh, so what so what's your opinion on buying them physical i mean buying them digital i'm sorry i i'm I'm fine with it. Um, I've been doing the like subscription service, um, like the Comicsology Unlimited, um, for about a year now, maybe a little bit longer. And I've been doing the Marvel Unlimited, which is its subscription service for several years. It, I think since it started, I've been a I've been a subscriber for that, um, and I love it because it is literally, you know, for me, it is a endless just just like Scrooge McDuck's pool <laughs> of money. Pit yeah. of money. But it's, it's, just just, comic books. it's just comic books because there's no way with my schedule and my things and things I got on my plate, I can read everything. Oh, right. But I can jump around and read things that interest me. Um, so I like it. Um, I like buying certain books that are on like for sale digitally just because I want to be part of those conversations on like Twitter or like when people talk about it, I want to know what they're talking about and See, not that's just where I'm listen. At with, that's where I'm at with this story. 
Mm-hmm. So it's like there's two concurrent runs. There's the House of X and then Powers or um House of X and then Power of X, but it's read as Power of Ten. Right. Right. Um and so those are kind of like two stories kind of going on at the same time mm-hmm. type thing. One thing I will say, and this is just a BJ guest opinion, I very rarely buy issues from Marvel or DC. Mm-hmm. The books that I buy are generally from um, like independent, independent with quotations around them. Um, publishers, <laughs> not like the two Image. biggest publishers. <laughs> yeah, not the two biggest. Like Image, a um, couple of Dark Horse books. Um, just because. I'm I'm a big continuity fan. I like right. comics because I love the characters and I love seeing what they go through and you know what shapes them as a person per se. Right. But half the time, especially in Marvel, the things that happen don't matter anymore. Like it won't matter in five months, our time, because yeah. they'll they've they'll be done, moved on to not the next, but you know the one after like two big events later sort of thing. And it it just doesn't feel very like permanent to me. Right. And so I've been buying books that are shorter runs and more kind of like, I guess character driven and yeah. So that's, that's my thought. So what's so like, let's say this current run that I want to read is going on. Mm-hmm. Would it would it hit Marvel Unlimited before Comicsology Unlimited? I th- and like mm-hmm. and I and I mean purely the subscription part of it because I right. know you can buy issues on Comicsology Unlimited that aren't included in the Unlimited. Like mm-hmm. I know that, but yeah. I just I looked and like each one was like four dollars and twenty five cents, and I was like, yeah, I'm yeah. already paying you for this um i would say marvel unlimited it takes like six months for it to get there to the unlimited part um i've seen some things on comiXology become unlimited much sooner yeah um but it's not everything Right. If that makes sense, like Marvel, Marvel Unlimited has a much larger selection, whereas like this is everything we've put pretty, out. pretty much. Um, I think it's everything they could digitize and um, mm-hmm. upload or whatever, because there's like big chunks of the Avengers that's missing, but it's not like important runs. If yeah. that makes sense. Um, and I feel like with Comicsology Unlimited stuff that I've seen, does it? Stuff isn't there forever, correct? They only. I don't. Yeah, I, I think I think they rotate stuff yeah. out. I'm not because I think 100% I saw something sure. that was like, "Hey, this is your last chance to like download Batman Hush," and I'm like, "Ooh, I know that's a good story. I should probably it read a, that." It is a very good story. So, um, um so that's kind of where I'm at with this. Is that I really yeah. want to get into this, um, but I'm at the same time I'm like, <laughs> the way things are now with subscription-based mm-hmm. services, I'm like. Yeah. Do you think do you think they would benefit by charging more and then immediately releasing <clears throat> excuse me, onto unlimited or do you think they are making more money by 
charging a less fee for an unlimited plan, but and you know for six months you got to pay for those issues if you want to stay current. Yeah, I think that model is better for them. I know they're not making a lot of money with just comics in general. Oh, for like, sure. Like comics has been slowly but surely just like dying out, even though it's made a a re. I can't think of the resurgence. right word. Resurgence. Yeah, resurgence in pop culture due to the Marvel right. movies, but it's still it's still kind of just you know bleeding out. Um, because it's it costs a lot to do all the physical stuff, and then you got to mm-hmm. pay the artists and the writers, and mm-hmm. and then you got to do the shipping, and you got to, you know, it's it's. Well, that's why lot. I think that just charge more for like unlimited services and things like that, and then it's just all digital. But then you don't have to print anything. But mm-hmm. I understand people still like having print. Like I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like I have, speaking of comic books, I need to read. I have three of your hardback covers. Look at that. <laughs> um, sitting Civil, right here. Civil that War, should... Secret Invasion, and Siege. Says still yep. the three. Mm-hmm. They're just sitting here staring. Have at you me. not read Civil War just... yet, dude? The Civil War is super good. It has the script in the back, and I love looking at it because I love looking at like what Mark Miller said to draw or like suggested, and then yeah. looking to that page and like, oh, this is what the artist took from that inspiration or that like sentence so maybe that's what i'll read since i haven't <laughs> go ahead maybe that mean, civil maybe war that... is a very 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 good book so i started years ago mm-hmm. i i found like a hey if you want to read the whole civil war these are all the episodes or the mm-hmm. um issues from each one of these lines to read i'm like okay and, yeah. and this is before i knew anything about comics or anything really mm-hmm. And I've just like found a website where you just download them all. I'm like, right. well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, but now that I have this, I should start from the beginning. And Yeah. And I will say Marvel Unlimited does have pr- pretty much everything Civil War. I can think of all like this offshoots and stuff like that. Well, <sighs> after that this is... podcast, I'm going to do some heavy researching in Marvel and um. <laughs> Uh, about comicsology unlimited and be like you should read this you should read that you should not read this get ready it's going to be a very hefty text message i'm down you should i'll um i'll take the text we can edit it and then post it on our twitter if Look anybody wants to have any suggestions as leave well. my leave my phone number there so people call me I, at three I in the morning <laughs> heavy breathing <laughs> i listen to your podcast i'm a pal <laughs> that's weird okay um, yeah <laughs> that, anything else that. in our it was a that's very long what are you watching playing <clears throat> yeah like, well I, I wanted to have that discussion with you and i almost had it before we started recording and i was like no i'm gonna wait <laughs> um but that's all that i have so do you have any news for this week da 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 is that a new one? Yeah, that's I, new. I yeah, like, it was like, like a one. it was like a how kind of thing. I like that um, one. Listen, there's gonna be a new news singing thing every single time. So cool. I'm down. Prepare yourself. Um, the only news I have has been a semi-slow news week, um, mostly because I just do not have my ear to the ground like I should, like a good investigative reporter. Um, it's just <laughs> you, you the need someone who has a normal job and does this for fun. Does it for fun? Yeah. No. Um, no excuse. Um, the Joker trailer starring walking, what did my wife call him? Oh. Walk, walk, 
His name well, is Joaquin. Oh, well. I, Joaquin. Sorry, oh, Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, <laughs> she's going to be super pissed <laughs> when she hears <laughs> this later this week. <laughs> we talked about this when this first, like, sorry, we yeah. got to think. Um, the final, the final trailer, trailer for the Joker movie um, has came out. It's, um, I, <sighs> I, I see this as, yes, this is going to be, I think this is going to be a very good movie just because I don't think Joaquin Phoenix can physically make a bad movie. I don't I, think he can agree with do you. it. He's like, I mean, I, he's, fan, he's fantastic. And so I am kind of excited about this movie for a completely different reason than I usually am for comic mm-hmm. book inspired movies. Whereas I'm like, this is going to be a super good standalone movie. Yeah. Whereas yeah. you go into any MCU movie and you're like, how the F is this going to connect to everything else going on? Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't have that whatsoever going into this. Like I, it's like, and I've seen stuff like, Oh, this is the part of this because of, and I'm like, I don't know. I don't want any of that with this. Yeah. Movie. You don't want, you don't want a new DC. You. Oh, right. I don't want it to try to connect to anything. Right. You just I want, want it by this itself. to be a standalone movie. Yeah. Is it, is it going to be that though? I think, I think they were like talking about like, Oh, how is this like a Joker verse? And how is walking feet? is like the first Joker and like, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I don't want that. I don't think Joker needs its own universe. I think, I don't know. But like looking at this movie as like you said, a standalone, just film. Right. I think it's going to be really good. Um, mm-hmm. I hope. I mean, I saw on Twitter um, that at the screening that it did, mm-hmm. it got an eight-minute standing ovation after it was over. Eight whole minutes? Eight minutes. That's a really long time to be standing and clapping. I thought the same thing. <sighs> and um, IGN, who normally I don't give a whole lot of credit to their ratings because they're a little fluffy in my opinion they i mean they said that pokemon ultra known um omega ruby and alpha sapphire had too much water yeah <laughs> that um that has gone down in infamy as one of the craziest reviews yeah. of all time anyway they gave it a 10 out of 10 they gave joker a 10 out of 10 so obviously that means it, somebody it's a, liked it's it. at yeah. least good yeah yeah <laughs> I'm very interested. Um, yeah. So, also, um, and this might have happened last week. I just wanted to touch on it this week. The Black mm-hmm. Widow poster. Have you seen it? In some of the art for that movie that's come out? I've, I think I've seen it. It's like a, a front like, shot of her, and then there's like the faces of everybody looking yeah. super cool. It's like it's like the four quadrants. It's like Taskmaster up top, Red Guardian on the right, and then her... I don't oh, remember the girl's name on the left. Maybe I have not seen this, and I'm going oh, yeah. to look it Just up type right in now. Black Widow poster. Um, it's really cool because it shows uh, Red Guardian in his like Captain America cowl, and it is super neat looking. Oh, okay. <sighs> okay, I have seen this. I like Red Guardian with a beard. I think yeah. that looks neat. David Haber, love him. 
So, um, I heard this on another podcast I was listening to this week. They were talking about how he is just like loud in all his mm-hmm. <laughs> roles, just yells a lot. I want to see a different side of him for this. I don't like, think it's going to be the right movie for that. <laughs> well, not really a different side. I just want like more just him, not like. Mm-hmm. it's weird it's, I can't really explain what I'm you trying want, to like, say you want like somber David Hayward not about not really somber but not angrily yelling as like a oh that's David Haber. he's <laughs> la- he gets mad and yells he's shouting at a bunch of children again <laughs> yeah he's being very scary with that really jerk 12 year old yeah God. <laughs> have you Stranger fin- Things Mike's have you finished it yet jerk have uh, you finished no. mm-mm how, how 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 much farther? How much farther, bud? I know, I know. See, this is the problem. This one, Amy and I did. This is what we did for mm-hmm. season two. We watched half of it, and then a year later, we're like, "Oh, we need to finish this." <laughs> so we're halfway through. <laughs> is it just one of those like we don't want to like watch one without the other sort of thing? But oh, for sure, like your your schedules, yeah, <laughs> don't live that style. That's exactly You're it. We're both constantly gone. Yeah. Constantly. Might just need to FaceTime each other when one's gone out of town. Just I'm prop the phone up on the pillow. <laughs> oh, sad. That's a sad Sad life. existence. Oh. But no, that's cool. I like that this movie is going to take place after uh, Civil War, but yeah. before Endgame. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's going to be cool to see her in like this running from the military sort of thing. Hopefully it ties into her background. I mean, I don't see why it wouldn't. She's going back to Russia. Yeah. She's Russian. (laughs) If they didn't do it, it's going to be a very missed opportunity. (laughs) Oh, for sure. Um, Shrutcher was like, we we just didn't think about it. What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I think that there's some good opportunity with this movie, and I'm excited to see what they do with it. Yeah, and I'm Basically, excited. Basically, I just want Winter Soldier to the Black Widow story. Yeah, no. <laughs> Have you seen the um the new poster for the the Falcon and Winter Soldier where he um Sebastian Stan has cut his hair? Yeah, and people are that. like, "What happened to the good hair? The good hair? The good hair's gone." Dude, he had great hair. Yeah, he did. I don't. I don't know. So, I don't speaking, know. Speaking of these great movies um, Mm -hmm. and great games, leads us to an interesting discussion that we want to have this week. Oh, it's not a discussion. This is a debate. (laughs) You're going to hear two lifelong friends yell at each other. Bring your your podium. It's a debate. (laughs) (laughs) What is that from? I don't know. I literally just said that. <laughs> oh, I thought that was a it's, it's quote. Griffin, uh. as the Griffin Reynolds. I'm gonna write that down. I'm gonna, mm-hmm. mm. <laughs> Bring your podiums. It's a debate. Come on. Sounds like okay. something they would say in the campaign, though. That's true. Oh, because it sounds like when Marty Huggins is like, "Bring your brooms, America. It's <laughs> a mess. It's a mess." <laughs> <laughs> That's a very underrated film. Oh it's my god! Very- it is underrated film. oh it, i mean i have told people so many times that's one of my favorite movies and one of the like one of like my most mediocre first watches of a funny movie so it it has the big moments like where um 
what's his name, punches a baby in the face. Oh, right. Will yeah. Ferrell punches a baby, and like Zach Galifianakis shoots Will Ferrell. And right. Those are those big things, but those like little moments. Oh, my God. Hilarious. So it's, the, it's like when he's in the boat with his dad, when Zach Galifianakis is in the boat with his <laughs> yes. dad, he's like, are you still mad I wore Crocs to mom's funeral? <laughs> <laughs> As a man who is right now wearing Crocs because they are <laughs> so comfortable, and as a man who has wore Crocs to church before without his wife knowing until afterwards, I understand. I understand where his character come from. It's like, it's like oh what's my. mom? What's mom gonna do? <laughs> he's like, she was casual. She would have liked it. I think that's what he said. Oh my god! That I want to watch the movie again. It like makes me cry. Oh, it, and you're right. It's the little things. It's, it's you, the little things that make it's like, it so that memorable. I totally didn't like. I mean, they were funny the first time, but like you yeah. really don't get the impact until you watch it again. Yeah, without a doubt. And that really builds up my um, yeah, my I'm, my point. I'm bolstering your argument, and That's I should. That's fine. <laughs> Would you like to tell the people at home what is our um, debate topic? Yeah, um, this week. We are talking about and debating what is the better medium, video games or movies, correct? Mm-hmm. That's how okay. I understand it, what I prepared for. Yeah. I just vigorously sure on my phone. I, I, was I, was like, like, I know mm. I know I pick video games. <laughs> I was making yeah. sure that you pick movies. Oh no. We're, we're debating pick, what's no, the no, better I pick video games. <laughs> we're debating what's better, video games or video games. <laughs> video games are better than video games because <laughs> of this. Also, I want to stop and tell you that it has just now been eight minutes since we talked about the Joker applause. Oh my God, that's a long time. It is a, I've been literally like staring at the clock on my computer screen. Like when, <laughs> like when it's like, we talked about three different things <laughs> since then. That's a long that's time. That's how long those people stood and clapped. I'd have been, I'd have been smacking my lips. Like, I was like y'all, it was okay. It was okay. <laughs> Sit down. Like, like, even if it was like, nobody clapped that long in the, in the end game. No, they did. Also, one of my biggest pet peeves is people is clapping people into the. I know, clapping into. Oh my I god, do it, just, I do it to piss you I know off. You have do to it. It made me mad. <laughs> I'm like nobody's nobody that made that movie is here. Why are you clapping? I thought Quentin Tarantino deserved a round of applause at the end of Django. My I also believe we deserved it <laughs> to really just put the salt in the wound in your father. <laughs> He'll never. He's never gonna let us live that down. No, no. Of dragging him, texting your mom's like, "What the hell did they bring me to?" So it's the worst movie I've ever seen in my entire life. I mean, that's what he's <laughs> texting my mom. We was only in there for like two minutes. He already <laughs> said, "Nah, well, it was trash." See where the dogs killed that guy. That's when he texted my mom. So I can't do it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Ed. So our topic is more of a debate between what is the better medium, video games or movies. Uh, Griffin is on the side of debating for the video games, and I am on the superior side of film. All Uh, right. Take your stance, Mr. Giff. Squatting down. Um, I have three (laughs) points today. And this right. is really going to turn to one of those like quick, like Southern lawyer kind of things. <laughs> now, Your Honor, I'm just a small town lawyer. I don't know nothing about these big city video games. 
<laughs> well, the jury would like to see exhibit number one. Um, so point number one I have is without movies, there wouldn't be any video games. <laughs> Thanks for listening I to have, our podcast, everybody. It's been great. I'll see you I next week. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> um, I The first sci-fi slash fantasy movie was called Le Voyage d'Az la Lume. Wow. A Trip to the Moon in 1902. The first video game, according to Google, was Pong yep. in 1958. It became accessible at home in the 70s. That, sir, according to my quick calculations, <laughs> that was a calculator sound effect, 56-year difference of great films to come out in that time, such as Nosferatu, Dracula, Frankenstein, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, and countless others i honestly just got tired of looking at all the good movies as i was scrolling um one of there would be gone with the wind an american classic so so long it's so long (laughs) is it four hours yeah it was it was at least like three vhs's in in middle school oh my god do you remember when they was multiple vhs movies Mm -hmm. i remember titanic being two of them and i was thinking this is our max. And I don't oh, know if right. Titanic was even that long of a film. Yeah, it's like, almost it's three hours. Is it? Okay. Yeah. So it's like in today's standards, it's still a long movie. Oh. Well, I mean movies didn't like the standard for movie times didn't really change a whole lot. Right. If anything, people's attention spans got shorter. That's very true. That's very true. That is uh, my first point, sir. Do you want to do like a back and forth, or you want me yeah, just to lay it all on the table? <laughs> no, I got a, I got a rebuttal. Come on, rebut, um, so rebut it. I, I think that you have a point that movies have obviously been around longer than video games, and there have been some great films that come out prior to video games, but I don't see how A Trip to the Moon has anything to do with Pong. So, A Trip to the Moon is just the first movie that had, like, this sci-fi fantasy to it where, essentially, a person went to the moon. Well, I don't see how Frankenstein or Nosferatu or Dracula have anything to do with Pong either, or Gone with the Wind, for that matter. Well, I'm just talking about video games in general. (laughs) I I believe these classic films laid the groundwork for video games to climb upon. So, I think that early video games fed off of the drive for competition because okay. a lot of them were either one-on-one or you versus the computer to build a higher score. Mm-hmm. Think, you know, Pong, think Pac-Man, that kind of thing. Building right. your score up, you know, going against other people. Now, that, you know, move that kind of kept, idea kind of kept moving forward, you know, with games like Mortal Kombat, you know, Street Fighter, things like that. But she also had evolutions in games where it turned out to not be so much of a competition mm-hmm. as you had games like Adventure, which is the first adventure game. Ah. Is that the one a... where the like if you died it was like the person and it turned to a skeleton? No, Adventure is the one where literally you are a dot on a screen and you go from like uh, you gotta go get the keys and gotcha, 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 gotcha. Um, 
So, with that being said, I think that just as movies have different genres, games have come along, developed their own genres, and now we even have genres within genres created mm-hmm. by video games. Like video games in themselves have created genres because you have games like Metroid okay. and Castlevania. Which now there is a whole genre of games called Metroidvania Metroid. games, mm-hmm. and, or you have games like Dark Souls and Bloodborne mm-hmm. that have spawned the Soulsborne style games of just and hard that is, to be hard, just, <laughs> yeah, hard because they're hard, yeah. Um, so that is my counter argument to the movies creating video games, but to give you my first point that is not a counter argument please do um i think that we touched on movies having general time limits Mm -hmm. now you can make a movie as long as you want to but that doesn't mean people are going to go see it Mm -hmm. they could have made in game six hours long and i still would have gone that's very true but you can't just make a regular old movie that long and nobody's going to go um, I feel like games, on the other hand, have more time to develop stories, develop character progression, tell different kinds of stories. And that is just within the genre of, of story, games that want to tell a story. Okay. Um, so that's kind of what I'm playing off there. And this first point is that storytelling games have a great opportunity for greater character progression, greater storytelling, and really having you as a viewer slash player engage with this world in a different way than you would be able to in a movie. Okay. Okay. I agree with that. It's a solid statement. You can't, you can't engage with a film like you can in a video game. And I'm, I'm going to say that's one of video games, biggest, uh, you know, stars against movies is that, you know, a movie is a very just sit and view thing where a video game, you are actually experiencing and making those decisions. I do know now that we are, um, especially Netflix is driving that viewer choice in films like, uh, whatever that's that crazy black mirror episode is called, um, the <laughs> harm schnockle or something. I haven't done it yet. I want to. I'm just too I scared. I haven't done it either, and I'm nervous to do yeah. it too. But there's also Bear Grylls Survives that I made jokes about us yep. killing him on accident. Um, accident. So I say that while, yes, move, video games do have it's that also element. Called, uh, Bandersnatch. Bandersnatch. That sounds like a hint sexual. Um, yeah. 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 You got to. Gotta wash your bandersnatch. But <laughs> that sounds worse. That does sound worse. <laughs> um But no, you know, video games have that that accessibility where you the player get to make the choices depending on the type of game choices, but you get to control the character and do this and that, whatever. Where I think movies are going to slowly not not to the same degree as video games where they are slowly moving towards viewer choice into films. And then how do those choices change the film? Right. 
Um, and I, I, it would be a very, it would be like a personal, like you can't do it at the theater. That would be chaos. Can you imagine oh. being at our, when we saw Endgame and everyone has like, you know, the green or the red button and they, like everyone had to choose. Oh man. Absolute chaos. Absolute yeah. chaos. Unless it was like a majority wins, but I mean, even then, oh, I would no, be I upset that, if I chose blue. Yeah, that's what I would think would be. It's like you have like the, where does this movie go next? Press green for this. Press red for this. Yeah, and then I'll be mad if I chose green, but majority chose red. I'm like, well, that's not what I wanted. That's not the choice I wanted. So, that's my soft rebuttal. I like wasn't it. a strong rebuttal. Because I agree with you, but I'm just letting you know. Movies are moving in this direction. direction. So, mm-hmm. My uh, second point, so as why movies are better than <laughs> the video games. Movies, from a financial standpoint, are way more accessible than video games. And so I got the numbers here. Um, <laughs> Breaking out the numbers. I told you. I texted you. I was like, I'm going to whomp you. Um <laughs> These are some um, some prices pulled from a Walmart.com. Uh, Walmart is accessible to pretty much everyone in the un- continental United States. Um, a TV, the cheapest TV I could find on Walmart.com was $68. A little small, $720. Doable. It's, it's doable. It's doable for film. A film does not require, with quotes around it, that... Um, 1080p or 4k resolution that video games are just demanding out of their customers um the cheapest dvd player that i found was 16 dollars, and then a dvd we know there's those big boxes of dvds for five dollars totaling up to 89 dollars now quite doable for someone on a budget the same for uh, video games. The same TV, $68. A video game console, I found that Xbox One has a deal for uh, is a, a one terabyte, which is actually really good, $210 at walmart.com. Yeah. It was kind of sketchy because it didn't show the prices. Like, click on your cart to know the oh, price. I was like, I'm not going like to accidentally buy uh, a Xbox One right now. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> but... $210 for a video game Xbox One that's top of the line. A video game roughly is $60. I feel like that's a new a new game. A new game is $60, but here's the thing, people don't buy old games for the most part. But all that added together is $338. Now, that's quite that's quite a feat. That's a difference of two hundred forty nine dollars, nearly two hundred fifty dollars. With that difference, you could have bought nearly fifty additional DVDs. My point with all this mathematical equations is that movies, for those on a budget, are much more accessible than the ivory tower prices of the video game universe and i saw arrest my second point all righty so i have a rebuttal to your second point come so, on uh, with the 50 additional movies that you mm-hmm. would buy 
Mm-hmm. That puts you at about a hundred hours if each movie is two hours average. Okay. Okay. Let's say you spent your sixty dollars on a game like Skyrim. Mm-hmm. How many hours did you put in the Skyrim? So me personally, more than a hun- oh, more than a hundred. But I kept redoing, like kept starting. Exactly, over. you kept starting over. That replayability. Mm-hmm. There's a replayability. There's a length. There's how much enjoyment you got out of that time. Mm-hmm. Now, the one game versus fifty movies and a DVD player, you know a one game and a console, but you have to think once you've bought that console, you have the console. And if one $60 game is bringing you close to a hundred hours of enjoyment, you spend only one more $60. And then that's almost another hundred hours. Okay. So I'm just saying, I think you were getting granted that one game costs more than one film. I think you were going to be getting more hours of enjoyment out of one video game in the long run. Now, so I have a rebuttal to your rebuttal, a re-rebuttal, if you would like. Rebuttal me. Triple buttle. Um, (laughs) So you say that... Would it be just called... If you're you're rebuttaling a rebuttal, would it just be called a buttle? Buttle. I'm going to buttle your rebuttal. Your Honor, I got a buttle. (laughs) (laughs) You say that rather than you know the 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 time that you spend enjoying the films is greatly um overshadowed by the time you would have enjoying just one video game is that not correct sir that is correct look at it this is like on trial (laughs) (laughs) this is more um debate than i thought we were gonna be doing (laughs) when you text me i'm like Man, this is <laughs> now. Skyrim is a wonderful game. I'll give you that, but it 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 has the same theme, the same genre for hundreds and hundreds of hours. Now, you sir, do you play just one game for hundreds and hundreds of hours, or do you like to switch it up sometimes? Why don't you switch it up? Okay. Now, I would like to suggest that with your 50 movies you could have purchased with that nearly $250, that you would not just get the same genre over and over, the same Western film over and over and over. And that cat nearly jumped on your head and over and over. (laughs) (laughs) I saw that thing in the background. I was like, ooh, we're about to get it. Um, But you wouldn't have the same movie you would buy different genres of movies maybe one night you're feeling like you want to watch that western maybe the next night you want to watch a fantasy movie dare say maybe a comedy oh comedy so i would say my first of the two rebuttals is that a you would get more diversity with your 50 dollars or 250 dollars worth of movies rather than your few games I would also say that your consoles have a very short lifespan. 
it just in our lives, our 27 years. Also, happy late birthday, by the way. Oh, Blaze and happy birthday. Uh, <laughs> 1023, Tallahassee's number one hip-hop station. Is so, it still around? I, I'm sure it is. I haven't. Have you were check. you were home earlier to me. Oh, I should have checked. I should have. Um, got off track. I don't like it. <laughs> sorry, that was, so, my, that was my plan all along. <laughs> just gonna distract them. Just side and it'll it'll DJ. work. Um, <laughs> video game consoles have a very short lifespan. Within our 27 years of life, we've been through. Let me think several different iterations three playstations uh, uh three xboxes four four playstation oh crap that has well, been four I playstation like, what, i was like what playstation do you own right you know, now i still got that playstation 2 that does that <laughs> sound when i turn it on four playstations three xboxes uh, let me think game boy game boy color game boy advance ds 3ds Switch six handheld Nintendos, not including handheld the weird Wii's over there with the, the GameCube. GameCube. Hey, don't badmouth the GameCube. I'm, GameCube. I'm just saying there's a lot. Just in 27 years. Now, in the same 27 years, we've had VHS tapes, DVDs, and then Blu-rays, but Blu-rays has not been as overwhelming as i thought they would have been so here's a quick tidbit about blu-rays is that blu-ray has affected the video game market as well have they because and dvds as well because disc-based hardware Mm -hmm. had to run off of the best available storage medium at the time Mm -hmm. and they're in the 360 area you know, it was blue, it was DVDs, so they had to fit a video game on any, all that a DVD could hold. Well, hmm. a Blu-ray can hold so much more information than a disc, like mm-hmm. a DVD disc. So, Blu-rays hmm. have affected film as well as you know allowing video games to be right. much larger than they were because of the technology available. Right, but I, I've. You know, when Blu-ray started, I was thinking, well, there's not going to be DVDs anymore in, like, the next five years. But, I mean, they're still pumping out DVDs. And so my my point is that you would get more time out of that $16 DVD player. You know, the perfect $16 DVD player doesn't break on you, which... <laughs> I don't know about that. No, that was a joke. I have a pretty crappy DVD player. But your video game console in the next, honestly, for us, probably in the next year, is going to get outdated. Yeah. Because that new generation is coming. And so my point is the generations for films are much long, longer and larger than the generations for video games. What if I told you? Come on. You could watch movies mm-hmm. on your video game console. You could. Remember when Tim tried to tell us that the PlayStation 3 was better than 360 because you could watch Blu-rays on it? <laughs> I do remember that. He's the only one. He had a PS3 and everybody else had 360s. Yeah. Ain't nobody had no Blu-rays. No, Bobby Forrester had a Blu-ray. He had a PS3. Oh, uh, he has a PS3. It was Bobby and Tim. Bobby and Tim. Had PS3s. Everybody, everybody else had, had the Xbox. Everybody else was playing Halo. You're right. 
So, but that's that my bottle. bottle. That so. was a, that was a good bottle. Thank you, thank you. Um, time for my second point. I'll make this quick because we're Come taking up a lot of time with our courtroom discussions. <laughs> um, whenever anybody, and I've explained this to Amy, the reason I like video games mm-hmm. is because I feel like at least story-based video games to me are a mix between movies, books, and your own choice. Mm-hmm. So I get all these amazing cinematic moments like I do from movies. I get right. these amazing long-form stories and character development like you get with books, and you're making all the choices. Mm-hmm. You're getting You're getting to move your character through all these different situations. Mm-hmm. Now I feel like video games are superior in that fact because you are getting to move your character, whether it be you yourself in like a first person or a character like Geralt in the Witcher through all these different scenarios and make all these choices and do all these things instead of just sitting there and watching it or just sitting there and reading it while you're observing things happen in a movie or observing a story happen in a book where you're actually living out that story in a video game. That's my second point. Uh, The defense has no rebuttal at this time. I mean, it's a good, it's a good, it's a solid point. Like I said earlier, it's like, it's, it's, it's the one big one up video games have for movies is that you as the player get to just immerse yourself in the story in a way that you really can't in film and right but movies are coming bandersnatch by you boy that i don't like that bandersnatch <laughs> by boy that's my like new ring it's gonna be my new ringtone oh. <laughs> It sounds like um, cowboy baby. (laughs) (laughs) Oh goodness! Is that Kid Rock? Probably. That sounds like a very Kid Rock. Yeah. My uh, third point. It's my final point. Is that video games that are based off movies are nearly always trash. It is a widely accepted truth in the video game community that most video games that are based off a movie are hot garbage. So you're saying video games based off a movie are bad? Yes. The one exception, the one exception where it's actually a Crisscross is the Green Lantern video game, oh where his movie God. counterpart starring Ronald Reynolds is poop. But I like to say this as my final point when I have this argument, you know, in public and things like that, like as I do. It, it's truly a metaphor for just, just how dominant movies are than video games, where you can have this wonderful film that people adore and love but then his video game just can't compare okay allow me a robot uh, I, I do not 
Fine, then my third point is my rebuttal. Go for it. <laughs> um, which this is fine. So let's. Well, <laughs> I will say that movies based off video games are hot garbage. <laughs> That's my rebuttal. <laughs> and there are great video games based off of some movies. Name nope. name them besides the Green Lantern. Goldeneye 007. God, I knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. I should have should have put it in my staple. It's a very good game. The staple of first person shooter video games. Uh, see, I wonder if there is a hint of nostalgia. You know how we we play things uh, as kids and we try to make it better than what it really was, but it's because it's all that nostalgic and all those memories we had with it. Like, I remember being at my friend's house when I was seven, and we put in the code for everyone to have big heads, and we nearly peed oh our pants God. laughing, because it was yes. hilarious. But, I understand, no, Gold Knight's a great game. KOTOR, Knights of the Old Republic, Star Wars. I disagree. It's not, di- it's not directly based off a movie. Exactly. But it's based off the genre. Star Wars. I, so I disagree with that point because it is not a direct, direct adaptation. adaptation. Yes, it's taking from the universe and creating your own story within that universe, which is okay. different in my opinion. I understand. I get it. Strike no, it from the record. <laughs> Redacted. <laughs> <laughs> detect oh my nope i was gonna say nope that was wrong that was the other way around that was a, that was a good movie based off a of video game you talking about uh <laughs> detective pikachu starring also ryan reynolds <laughs> yes also ryan reynolds a film that was based off a video game franchise that was both fantastic in their own rights you're right i'm sorry i, I misspoke. I, I supported you in that argument. it's fine this is the second time you supported me i just want that to be known <laughs> i I have nothing against movies. I love movies. Video games suck. <laughs> <laughs> movies are better. <laughs> movies are better. Um, the Matrix video game. It's actually good. I've never played it. I don't know if you would remember that. I, I, I honestly didn't know there was a Matrix video. I'm like, I'm not surprised, but I don't. Right. I can't remember one. Hmm. So my final point is going to be a numbers one as well mm. and i had it pulled up there we go so in from the numbers that i can find here the total revenue oh, of video games <laughs> i was going to pull this up too and <laughs> then i go um, my favor including hardware peripherals software and games is $43.3 billion. For video games. For video games. So in inclu- 2018. So will you say what well, that's including again? That's hardware. Hardware, peripherals, software. By peripherals, games. do you mean like the goggles Con- for like controllers. VR? Controllers. Oh. Oh. Headsets. Hmm. Please like that. Okay. Now... And that was how much? I'm so sorry. I'm just forty-three point three billion dollars. Forty-three point three billion just last year. Just last year. Mm. In 2018, the total box office revenue that I found for movies mm-hmm. was 
$11.9 billion. Now, that's not including physical movie sales. Right. At-home rentals. Mm-hmm. And things like that. But, I think that these numbers represent more money being circulated in the economy through video games than with movies. Now, sir, I'm just doing a quick um, (laughs) calculation here. Please do. Uh, I sure am. Um, I do. I do have a quick maths. I do have a rebuttal. Um, I believe that yes, these numbers do show a obvious superiority from just the box office uh, sales, which I, we all here in this court know is a a, a fraction of the total of movie sales. And you yourself even said it yourself, sir. But don't you think it's a little, dare I say, greedy to ask of all this? Think of the mother at home. Just lost her second job. And little Johnny, all he wants is just that brand new Xbox One with the 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 Gears of War controller, and I'm saying that because I recently just saw the new Xbox One <laughs> with the the Gears Five, and it looks sick. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it's got like the frost over thing. It's so cool. But think how much that's gonna cost her. That's a lot. Yeah, but she's a loving mother and wants to do all she can for little Johnny. I'm just saying, don't you think it's a little. A little greedy of them to ask. While I'm uh, pulling up some information here, sir. About people losing their second jobs. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a story from Fox News about. <laughs> oh, God. I was like, all right. whole well, family lost everything. <laughs> uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. The, the moment we're citing Fox News in this podcast, I think we're done. Uh, la 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 la. Hmm. So, eleven point nine billion. So let's just go ahead and say twelve billion in okay. revenue. Would you say that you use Netflix to watch movies? Occasionally. Okay, so Netflix is, you would say, a subscription-based service for people to watch films. I. Say more television than film. So answer the question, yes or no? <laughs> You're killing me. Yes. I know. I, you know I live for this. <laughs> just to <laughs> argue for the sake of arguing. Did you know that just in the year of our Lord, 2018, that Netflix revenue was $15.8 billion? I can believe that. Now, sir, let's, let's just off the top of our heads name all the different streaming platforms. We have Netflix. We have Hulu. Uh, we have Amazon Video, we have HBO, we have Stars, Cinemax, we have uh, Animal Planet. <laughs> <laughs> but like just out of, just to say the big three, Hulu, not Huku, Hulu, Huku, <laughs> and let's just let's Amazon uh, Video. Let's buy the domain for Huku 
for just when people mistype in Hulu. <laughs> it's a big push for our face. Like we'd like turn from like lounge here. It's like, oh, you meant Hulu, didn't you? <laughs> and that's all it um, is. And it's just allow me. And then it auto directs to Hulu. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so let's just say that Hulu and Amazon made about the same as Netflix in their annual revenue in this world. Sure. So 15 plus 15 is 30 plus another 15 is 45. Just in those streaming services that you yourself said we use to watch films. 45 billion dollars. And so that's not even including the 11.9, probably 12 billion from just the movies in the theater. And you thought poor Johnny was asking a lot for his Xbox. Now, just when you look, break it just up, look at that. Look at those numbers. I'm just saying a Netflix and a Hulu <laughs> and an Amazon, about $7 each. That's a lot more people on Netflix and a lot more people on Hulu. Sir, as I take my glasses off and look at the screen, <laughs> I was like, that's not going to translate well to audio. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that film is more affordable for the everyday man, more accessible financially for the everyday man, was the building blocks for video games, and it does not have the corruption and greed of the video game industry that we know of. The crunch. Oh, the crunch. I believe films are better for your family. Better for your wallet. And dare I say, better for your spirit than video games. And pals, I rest my <laughs> case. Uh, uh. That was beautiful. For those who can't see me, because this is an audio podcast, I had a pen <laughs> and I was waving it at the camera. I should have been a lawyer. Here I am now. Here you are now. Here I am now. That was beautiful. Thank you so um, much. I just provide that I have a love for video games. You have a love for video games. Our listeners mostly have a love for video games. That does not mean that we like to exclude films, TV, comic books, any kind of other medium, because all these things contain things that we loved. We're not exclusionists. We're for the most part, very welcoming to everybody into our medium and we hope nothing for the best for all the other mediums. I like, I like that play. <laughs> you gotta play. You gotta play the nice guy. <laughs> we love everybody. We just, mean, hope, we just hope everybody gets along. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That was eventful and I had a great time. Yeah. I enjoy that much more than I thought I would. <laughs> I say, my best pal Griffin, that we leave it up to the pals, to the viewers, to the listeners, and we put out a Twitter poll. Twitter poll. Twitter poll. Set it up for a few days. See what who see who bites. And, Everybody uh, needs to Pokemon Go to the polls. Uh, Do you remember that? No, uh, I yeah. don't. You remember well, Hillary? A- Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton said that. She did not say that. I swear to God, look it up. I see. I know that. What's that man's name? He was the um, medical 
It was the um, oh um, Herman. Is that his name, Herman mm. Kane? No, am I mixing up? You're close. <sighs> I can't. People are gonna be mad. I can't remember. I'm I'm looking it up now. Um, who wanted to be president? <laughs> <laughs> who wanted to be president? <laughs> um, but yes, I'm gonna make that Twitter poll as we speak. Who wanted to be president in 2018? Oh my! It, it auto populates, so I'm not the only dummy. <laughs> Who was running? No, not 2020. God, Washington Post. Listen, uh, they're just bringing the facts. I guess I am the only dummy. I don't remember. He he was the um. Oh, he was the um. Oh, he was the surgeon. The, like I know who surgeon you're general. About. Um, well, no, he was. I don't think he was surgeon general. I think that was his 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 title was the surgeon general. He did the first like separation of uh twins. Uh, not Joe Biden. Why doesn't just give me what I want? I want a <laughs> list. <laughs> just this a, is great audio. I'm so sorry. I just wanted to ben list Ben Carson. Ben Carson. Got it. I beat you to it. Uh, you did beat me to it. Doesn't mean you won the argument. You're just quicker. <laughs> I'm just quicker. I just I gave all those links on Google a try, and I shouldn't have. Um, but no, Ben nice. Carson like accidentally quoted Mewtwo from the Pokemon movie. Oh my god, I forgot about that. And people were like, for like a split second, was like, is he is he a nerd? <laughs> and they were like, nope. The 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 the, the writers for his speech writers were, yeah. But I did not I, know about I Hillary Clinton. That. Hil- type in po- type in Pokemon Go to the polls. I'm going to. I'm going to be silent while I do it. Pokemon Go to the polls. Oh, it's on YouTube. I want to listen to it. I want to watch it later. <laughs> It's a website called Know Your Meme. It's got a pretty great meme about her. But we are rambling, my friend. We are rambling. We, we are rambling. Stop recording. We should have stopped a long time ago, right yeah, after the whole it. Twitter poll thing. Maybe we can edit it out. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. I think people like the ramble at the end. I think anyway. people like the silent pauses as we're both Googling things. <laughs> I, I'm sure that's the, the highlight of the episode. That's why I came well, here for I'm Griffin Reynolds. He's BJ Guest. Thank you so much for listening to the best podcast. We hope you stick around. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on multiple podcasting platforms. And we will be right here next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>